Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the late 90s beauty that is Heather Graham. Many of you who are my generation know who Heather Graham is. She's probably most famous for playing Felicity Shagwell in the Austin Powers, the second movie. But for those of you who are younger, you definitely need to look her up. She's still quite striking. She's currently 53 years old and looks essentially the same. She's aged a little, of course, but uh, she's a beautiful woman. And she she has that look that I like. The big eyes, the doe eyes, the brownish hair, just the big facial expression. She kind of reminds me of like a taller Amanda Seyfried. They could play sisters. Now they couldn't because there's a good... 18 year age difference between the two of them but they kind of have that same look they just have the high cheekbones big eyes big lips but almost like a, a botticelli beauty just a fresh face botticelli beauty heather graham i, I would say arguably amanda seyfried's had a better career because amanda seyfried does have a, an emmy for the the hulu tv show called the dropout that she recently did but I think more people probably recognize Heather Graham. And Heather Graham, look, I mean, there's other comparisons you can make. Uh, you could think of other blonde, blue-eyed actresses, maybe Cameron Diaz, or she was contemporaneous with Cameron Diaz. She didn't have the career that Cameron Diaz had, but uh, certainly had a, a relatively successful career, especially at her peak. I think she's gorgeous. I would argue that peak Graham is better looking than peak Diaz. I really think so. Heather Graham was just strikingly beautiful and that kind of sweet California kind of look and she's just a beautiful woman a beautiful woman she's from the Midwest she's from uh, Milwaukee and we'll talk we'll kind of talk about some of her roles but let's get to it I think most people recognize her from swingers that's where she kind of got her breakout role she was doing stuff before that but swingers was like her her kind of moment she only had a few minutes like have you ever seen that movie that's one Vince Vaughn and James Favreau before he was the director James Favreau he was just acting and that's the movie that I believe he directed or Doug Lyman directed it but he's he's the star and Vince Vaughn plays his his wingman it's essentially four guys Rob Livingston from Office Spaces and that is as well who go to different clubs and they just want to pick up girls and so forth it's a great movie it's it's classic 90s and everything about it is classic 90s. She was in some movies before the Swingers movie, like The Ballad of Little Joe, Digstown. I think Digstown is where she met James Woods, who she dated. Much older James Wood at the time, but you know he knew she was quite gorgeous. And uh, Six Degrees of Separation, the Will Smith breakout role. But really, it's Swingers in 96 that, that really does it. Then you look at 97 is probably her breakout role. So in Swingers, she's the girl that James Favreau's character is kind of the beta loser meets at the bar at the end and they swing dance. And it's kind of the culminating scene where the guy goes from kind of being a loser who wants his girlfriend back to meeting this girl. So it's kind of like 500 Days of Summer where, where 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character meets Autumn Minka Kelly's. It's kind of like that. But 97 is, is true breakout. She does Boogie Nights. She does Boogie Nights, which is Paul Thomas Anderson's seminal work starring Mark Wahlberg as Dirk Diggler. She's Roller Girl. I think she's great in that movie. I mean, she doesn't have to show off the the range as much as Julianne Moore does in that movie, but the backstory is great, right? She, she's in high school. She doesn't fit in. Everybody knows she's got a reputation, and then she becomes a porn star. She never takes off her roller skates, and then that great scene at the end where she picks up the guy that used to bully her in the limo, and Burt Reynolds' his character tells him to have sex, and then he recognizes her, and they beat, they beat him up. They just really ruin him. She's great in that movie, and that's what really got her kind of the the fame. 98, she does Lost in Space. I remember living in Alaska and seeing this movie. This is the movie where she plays the daughter, and I want to say that Matt LeBlanc is in this movie. William Hurt plays the dad, and I can't remember, to be honest, who plays the mom, but it's a it's a kind of redo of, of the classic television show from the, um, from the 60s. And then Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. And Bowfinger come out in 99. Both of these movies, uh, I would say, of course, Awesome Powers is probably more famous. She, uh, This is the second one. So the third one had Beyonce Knowles as the, the girl. And the first one had Elizabeth Early. But uh, in the second one, she's just, I mean, this is probably her most iconic look, her most iconic role as Felicity Shagwan. She's great. Now, Bowfinger is great. That's Steve Martin essentially ripping on may she rest in peace and hate so he is an out of luck director and he essentially has to he has to find a way to get the biggest star in the world eddie played by eddie murphy in his movie because he promised some producer that he would get eddie murphy the biggest star in the world in the movie then he finds out that eddie murphy actually has a, a brother a twin brother who's a kind of what we would call special ed today and so he convinces the special ed guy uh eddie murphy doppelganger to be in this movie and she plays the girl off the the bus from the midwest and she slowly it's like total ingenue very heather graham she essentially starts sleeping with everybody as she realizes where her power is which is of course in her sexuality so at the beginning she sleeps with her 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 co-star then she sleeps with the writer when she realizes the writer is the one who can write her a bigger part then she eventually sleeps with Eddie Murphy's doppelganger, then sleeps with Steve Martin. At the very end of the movie, she leaves Steve Martin, even though the movie's famous, and ends up being a lesbian and dating the, the most famous lesbian at the time. So this is all a ripoff of Anne Heche because Steve Martin dated Anne Heche. And eventually she ended up with Ellen DeGeneres. But it's a great movie. It's a great comedy. Then you got 2001. Not much. Sidewalks of New York is Ed Burns' movie, but didn't really do well. I've always had a soft spot for Ed Burns. I do like his movies, especially ones from the, the mid, mid-90s, like Brothers McMullen, She's All That, and even this one. This one's good, but they're all kind of the same. She does From Hell in 2001. That's the Johnny Depp vehicle where she is Jack the Ripper, and he's investigating it, and she's got the second lead in that. Then she's in Killing Me Softly, which is uh, Joseph Fiennes' movie, uh, kind of a small move let's take a break i wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the eclectico gregorio the oldest one we have is the awakened man which mostly deals with holistic health medical cover-ups ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff we also have and that there's probably about 400 500 episodes over there we started that one back in 20 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. And then from there, that's not that big of a movie. Then she does The Guru. The Guru was a horrible movie. She does Anger Management in 2003. That is the Sandler Nicholson movie. Not memorable. And then already there by 2003, she's she's not doing much. She's really not doing much at all. Just not memorable movies. She eventually gets to The Hangover, 2009. So she has a good seven-year gap of nothing, nothing important, nothing that's interesting. So in The Hangover, she plays Jade the Stripper, the character that Ed Helms marries at the chapel. And she's great in that. It's great to see her again in that, in that kind of a big, big role. And really after that, not much. Not much. She does About Sherry, which she got some praise for. That's a movie about the uh, porn star, Laura Lee Lee. And she's in that. But again, not, not much. And that's really where she's been. I mean, the last 10 years hasn't done anything that is memorable at all. Nothing that memorable at all. She did have, in terms of television, a little cameo in Arrested Development. She hosted Saturday Night Live once. She did Portlandia, which is the uh, Fred Armisen vehicle. She did a, a season in Californication. I do remember that season. She, I think that's the final season. But really, just television. And she hasn't done much. And she's 53 years old now, so I, I don't know if she's got much of a career. Personal life. Personal life. You know, I forgot to mention, I totally forgot, Drugstore Cowboy. She was in that back when she was very young. She must have been 19 when that movie came out. That's the Gus Van Sant movie with Matt Dillon and Kelly Lynch. I totally forgot she's in that movie. And probably, I totally forgot too, she does play Mercedes in License to Drive, which is a Corey movie from the late 80s. You remember Corey Haim and Corey Feldman? Corey Haim, rest in peace. Corey Feldman, the remaining Corey, always talks about the Hollywood pedophilia underbelly because of what happened with Corey Haim. But License to Drive was one of the Corey movies, and she plays the girl that Corey Haim has a crush on and essentially has escapades with. It's a cute movie, and you don't even recognize her in that movie because she, she did have some work between that and doing Boogie Nights and, and even Swingers. But those are two early iconic movies and then really doesn't do much again until... Swingers breaks big. Now, in terms of her private life, not a lot. I mentioned that she dated James Woods. She dated Adam Ant from Goody Goody Two Shoes, Goody Two, Goody Two, you know, the 80s pop star. And then from 2011 to 2018, she was with a guy named Yaniv Roz. 
She is also reputed to have dated Heath Ledger, but officially she's never married and she has no kids and she likely will never have kids. So it's just, it's an interesting thing because she is so like Bridget Bardot, iconically beautiful. But her personal life is one of just, I guess, what we would call kind of being a a sigma, kind of being a do it my way. And she didn't do any of the the conventions that the typical Hollywood actresses do. Because the typical conventions of a Hollywood actress is most of them will marry at least once, if not more. And some of them, not all of them will have kids, but never married and no kids. So it's interesting. But either way, Heather Graham, love you to death. We'll always love you. You're a gorgeous woman. You were definitely a crush in my college years, and I wish you the best. Guys, I'll post a poll to Cinema Rag Facebook group. You let me know what you think of Graham. Please, if you appreciate my content at all, rate and review on Apple or Spotify because it helps with the algorithm. Click on the PayPal link if you'd like to make a donation. And lastly, click on the link to the website, which hosts all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, including this one. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.